Hey everybody, and welcome to the official podcast of Oklahoma Next Gen Leaders. This podcast exists to empower the next generation of leaders through intentional mentorship. In this first episode, we will be hearing from Pastor Rick Hughes. Now before we get into this episode, there's a few things that you need to do. You need to subscribe to this podcast and you need to follow us on social media. This way you can stay up to date on fresh content and brand new episodes. Pastor Rick Hughes has a thriving church called Victory Worship Center in Ponca City, and he has pastored there for 30 years. He has a degree in both theology and business and teaches leadership and organizational development. Pastor Hughes has served as the secretary of the Oklahoma District United Pentecostal Church for the past 18 years and has an inspiring passion for youth and college-age students. This episode is going to be awesome, so let's dive in. Hello, Next Gen. This is Rick Hughes, and I'm so thrilled to have this conversation with you. Today is our very first official episode for our bi-weekly OK Next Gen podcast. And our plan and goal is to upload a new version every other Monday going forward. My topic today, I believe, is extremely critical for next-gen leaders and ministers. My topic is credibility. And my title today is, Do You Have Cred? Do You Have Cred? So let's get started. What is credibility? Well, the root for the word credibility is credo which means I believe in Latin. Put quite simply, credibility is the feeling of trust and respect that you inspire in others. There's not one single thing that creates credibility, but rather it's a combination of things that must be in place in order to establish it. If you have no credibility, you have no influence, you have no leadership, and ultimately you have no ministry. It doesn't matter how gifted you are, how talented, how anointed, or charismatic you might be. All of that means nothing without credibility. Credibility is more valuable than all of those things put together. It's been said that the first law of leadership is this. If you don't believe or trust the messenger, then you won't believe the message. And it's really true. Rick Warren Megachurch pastor and author of Purpose Driven Life says, The essential quality for leadership is not perfection, but credibility. People must be able to trust you. So ask yourself the question today Do I have cred? Not, Do you think you have cred? But, Do others think you have cred? I've observed so many times people who don't have cred or who have lost it, and they have no idea they don't have it. Everybody knows they don't have it, but them. No cred equals no influence, no leadership, no ministry. But the more cred you have, the more influence you have, the more leadership, and the more ministry you can accomplish. If you have cred, people will follow you halfway around the world. But if you don't have cred, People won't follow you outside the door. This is what the wise man Solomon said of credibility in Proverbs 11 and 3. He says, The integrity 
or the credibility of the upright shall guide them, but the perverseness of transgressors shall destroy them. And so credibility will be your calling card. Credibility will be what will guide you and open doors of opportunity for you as you grow in your leadership and your ministry. Here's another question to ask yourself. Does my life lend credibility to my message? We all know people see us before they hear us. If what they see is inconsistent with what they hear, they'll conclude that we're hypocrites living a double standard. I mean, let's be serious. Would you listen to a gossip talk about confidentiality? What about a glutton talk about self-control? Or an adulterer about sexual morality? Of course you wouldn't listen to them. And so it's imperative that we practice what we preach, live what we teach, and walk what we talk. Sadly, we live in a day and age where there's a great credibility gap. And that's the gap between what's said and what's done, between the walk and the talk. Credibility and building credibility takes time. It takes a long time. As a matter of fact, I've spent my entire life of 58 years becoming who and what I am today. I've pastored now for 30 years. I've served as an official in our district for 28 years for a total ministry of 38 years. The lack of hair, ha-ha, and gray hair speaks volumes. But I have credibility. But I had to earn it. I've tried my very best to live a life of integrity, to live a life above reproach, a life that you wouldn't need to question. Because credibility is not given to you. It must be earned. And it's hard work. It takes time patiency, and lots of consistency to build it. And amazingly, you can lose it in just one instant. And then it must be rebuilt in order to be restored. There's a Japanese proverb that I really like. It says this, the reputation of a thousand years may be determined by the conduct of just one hour. Here's a case in point. This is recent news this week from the sports world. Even the world values credibility because just this week, Major League Baseball made quite a bold statement about cred. Let me quote from an ESPN News article. Two of the game's brightest minds, Alex Cora, manager of the Boston Red Sox, and A.J. Hinch, manager of the Houston Astros, are now unemployed fired, forced to confront the possibility that their suddenly tainted reputations might prevent them from ever managing again. Two of the sport's most dominant teams, the 2017 Houston Astros and the 2018 Boston Red Sox, who both won the World Series in those respective years, now shoulder the reputation of cheaters, their illegal sign-stealing practices, spoiling the memories of their greatness. Both baseball teams, their owners, fired those managers this week when punishment came down from the Major League Baseball and when it became obvious what had taken place. Sadly, in spite of their obvious greatness and success, 
there's only one thing that matters now, and that is credibility, or in their case, the lack of such. Both owners said there was no way they could go forward and allow these men, in spite of their accomplishments, to continue to lead their respective teams. Hopefully, those two managers can work now to rebuild and restore their credibility. Have you ever wondered, I wonder why my pastor, I wonder why my spiritual leader, I wonder why those in charge won't let me do X, Y, Z, why they haven't asked me to lead a ministry or to speak or to do something else that would be influential. If you've ever wondered that question, then maybe you should ask yourself this question. Have I ever let them down? Has there ever been a time I didn't keep my word? Has there been a time I didn't follow through all the way to the end? Is there a time that I did not complete a task? Maybe I didn't, as the saying goes, shut the door, turned off the lights, and locked the door. Is it because I lack cred that's limiting my ministry, that's limiting my leadership, that's limiting my opportunities to exhibit influence among people? I love the book by Stephen Covey, The Speed of Trust. It's filled with lots and lots of powerful principles about what we're talking about today. And in that book, Stephen Covey talks about what he calls the four cores of credibility. And so when you imagine this, you can imagine it and picture in your mind a tree and the four parts of a tree. And of course, we'll start at the bottom and work our way up. First of all, core number one is the core of integrity. And this is walking your talk. And so this is represented in the tree as the root system that's below the surface. We can't see the roots, but we sure hope that they are there in order that that tree can survive and be fruitful. And then the second core is our intent. These are our motives, agendas, and the resulting behavior. And this is slightly above the surface. This is represented by the trunk of the tree. So we've got the root system, which is integrity, and then the trunk of the tree, which is represented by our intentions. And those two things that don't really seem to produce a lot are really representative of our character, integrity and intent. And then once we move a little higher up on the tree, we move to core number three, which is our capabilities. These are our talents. These are our attitudes, skills, knowledge, and style that inspires confidence. And so this would be represented as the branches on the tree, what it springs out from the trunk and the roots. And then finally, of course, core number four is the results. Do you have a track record of getting things done? And of course, this is represented by the leaves and the fruit on the tree. And these last two cores, three and four, the capabilities and results are really our competencies to prove do we have credibility? Stephen Covey goes on in the book and talks about some things that build credibility and then also things that destroy credibility. First of all, behaving in ways that build trust, it's like putting a deposit inside your trust account. He calls it a trust dividend or reward. But when you behave in ways that destroy trust, 
It's like a withdrawal, or he calls it a trust tax or punishment. And the trust accounts balance that you have, the account balance in your trust account, it reflects the amount of trust in the relationship at any given time. So depending on the person or the group or the audience that you're trying to minister or lead, check the trust account and see, have I been making a lot of deposits into that account by doing the right things and building credibility? Or have I been making withdrawals by making mistakes and not coming through and not following through and paying the price? Typically, and this is so true, the withdrawals are usually larger than the deposits. In other words, you might do the same thing right 10 times, and it would be like a $5 deposit in your account. And then you make one mistake, you don't follow through one time, and that might count for a $100 withdrawal. And so usually the withdrawals are so many times more, 10%, 20%, or maybe even a 100 times more. So let's get really real now. Why should people listen to you anyway? Why should people listen to me? Why should people respect us? Why should people follow us? Ultimately, at the end of the day, it's all about credibility. Do you have the life? Do you have the knowledge? Do you have the experience? Do you have corn in the crib? In other words, have you produced results? Because we've all seen examples of people that are trying to lead people, trying to minister or speak to people, trying to influence, and no one's listening. No one's paying attention. Why? Because we all know they have no cred. They have no right to say the things they're saying. They have no right to expect certain things of other people because of their lack of credibility. And sadly, many times everyone knows that, but that person. And so that's so important. So how do we build character? How do we get there? How do we rebuild? Well, first, we have to identify the core values that you refuse to violate. These are what we would call non-negotiables. These are things, no matter what the price is, you wouldn't sell out. No matter what the situation is, it's a core value that you refuse to violate. And we all know that people with strong character stand up for what they believe in, even when it goes against the popular opinion of others. And so take some time, spend some time getting to know yourself and what you care about most, and what you'd be willing to defend, those things called values and your choices. I want to share five keys to establishing cred. First of all, integrity. It is so essential for credibility. We all must have integrity. You need to be known as someone who does the right things for the right reasons. To preserve your integrity, Think carefully about the choices and the promises that you make and never make a promise or commitment that you can't keep. When you do make a mistake, own up to it immediately and do whatever it takes to correct it. You also need to be authentic. That's why it's important to know yourself inside and out and to demonstrate authenticity in everything that you do. 
The second one is develop expertise. The more expertise you have and that you can demonstrate, the greater your credibility. Acknowledge what you don't know. Own up to it. Because when you guess or operate in areas outside of your expertise without informing others of that, you run a high risk of giving out false information, making bad decisions, and just flat out being wrong. Number three, be transparent. People trust what they can see. When you're open and honest, others don't have to guess what your motivations and your intentions are. So just be true to yourself. Be honest. Be transparent. Keep the lines of communication open, especially when you have bad news to share. I have a little saying that I love. Bad news doesn't get better with time. If you have some bad news to share with me, the sooner you do it, the better. Also, self-disclosure. When you reveal information about yourself to others, it's such an important part of transparency for people being able to see you who you really are and you being willing to share those things with them and them realizing you are a real person as well. Number four, communicate clearly. For example, people who listen attentively and make thoughtful, informed comments are often seen as more credible than those who don't listen well are those who speak thoughtlessly. When people are speaking, give them your full attention, undivided, and ask questions to clarify anything you don't understand. When communicating with others, speak clearly and confidently. Also, don't exaggerate facts or stories. Stick to, through the unvarnished truth. Stick to the truth and you'll be fine. Number five, be professional. When you dress in a professional and appropriate manner, you'll likely find that your self-confidence and self-respect gets a boost as well. Carry yourself as a professional. Also, meet the deadlines that you set. Always deliver high-quality work. And do not make excuses when you haven't performed well. Own it and take responsibility for it. Of all the people we could talk about who have cred, there's none that surpasses Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ had credibility. The greatest leader the world's ever seen. The one that we all model our lives and actions according to. His integrity was indisputable. And even when the religious leaders hurled every charge they could invent against him, even Pilate, spineless Pilate, sensed the hollowness of their accusations, and he wished desperately to release Jesus. Sadly, Pilate was a leader who did not have the integrity and the courage to administer justice. To save his own skin, he perverted justice. I'm glad Jesus demonstrated credibility. I'm sad that Pilate demonstrated his lack of credibility. And obviously today, we're all trying to emulate Jesus Christ and not cowardly Pontius Pilate. In closing, let me just challenge every one of you to become a man or a woman of credibility. Because when you do and when you are, your influence, your leadership, 
and your ministry will reap tremendous benefits. Well, that's all for now. Until next time, may the blessings of the Lord be upon you. God bless each of you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Oklahoma Next Gen Podcast. We exist to empower the next generation of leaders through intentional mentorship. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow us on social media.